What's going on? It's episode 47 here for the Gut Check Project. How are the Gut Check Project fans doing and KBMD Health family? It's your host, Eric Rieger, soon to be joined with my co-host, Dr. Kenneth Brown. Today's episode, number 47, is great. Uh, Honestly, it's just Dr. Brown getting down and dirty with uh, polyphenols and what you can simply and easily do to stave off infections that run out of control whether it be viral or bacterial. And it's really, really, really simple. So stay tuned. Check in with us. This is episode number 47. So let's talk about our sponsors, Autron Teal. Autron Teal, get your own at lovemytummy.com. That's lovemytummy.com. Get your daily polyphenols. That's right. And you'll learn just a little bit in this uh, in this podcast why everyone needs them. It doesn't matter if you're old, young, athlete, couch potato, Everyone needs daily polyphenols. Go to lovemytummy.com forward slash KBMD. Get your daily polyphenols with Autron Teal today. And of course, Unrefined Bakery, just an incredible sponsor for us. Unrefined Bakery, get great tasting food that happens to be great for you. Uh, Non-GMO foods that are paleo, keto, whatever your special diet needs are, that's what Taylor and Ann have done with Unrefined Bakery. Go to unrefinedbakery.com and either find a location or if you place an order online and you've never done it before, use code GUTCHECK and save 20% off your entire first order. Unrefinedbakery.com. Go there today. And of course, last but not least, kbmdhealth.com. That's kbmdhealth.com. Check in there. Get your very own Dr. Brown's signature KBMD Health CBD products. You can get it there today. KBMD Health. Use code GCP. Save 20%. And now you've made it through all the sponsors for today. It's time for Gut Check Project episode number 47. Like and share. Send it to a friend. Send it to a loved one. Have a great day. Here we go. everyone. Welcome to the Gut Check Project. Gut Check Project fans, KBMD Health family, how are you doing? It is now time for episode number 47. I'm here with my awesome co-host, Dr. Kenneth Brown. What's up, man? What's up? Episode 47. This is part two of our immunology. So this is, I'm pretty excited because uh, just this morning you said you better check out Joe Rogan this morning because Dr. Mark Gordon is on there. And this dude was saying everything that we've been talking about but I feel like we even have it to the next level. So we're talking to scientists that understand the whole concept of functional nutrition, functional things. I felt like he was saying everything that we've been talking about now for quite a while, like years. There's no doubt. The coolest thing is, and I think that we'll, we'll get to it in, in a moment, but it's, uh, it's all about eating right, having great nutrition. He used an incredible example of India where let's face it, a lot of people don't have the economic means that we do here in the United States. However, they're facing COVID. They have the same health issues that we do here uh, roughly, and they've got a large population. So when comparing apples to apples, they're talking about nutrition 
And there's some specific things in that nutrition, wouldn't you say? Oh, and we're going to get into that. In fact, I got an article here that we're going to go over, and I'll spoil alert for you. Oh, but wow. it's exactly what 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 we're talking about right there. Yeah. Now, so we got some feedback. I apologize to everyone. The last um, <laughs> podcast we did, we were trying some unique things, and um, we didn't have such good sound quality. Yeah. But that's what you get when your sponsor is lousylavalier.com yeah. so we had lousylavalier.com yeah so we dropped them and so um <laughs> i'm i'm happy to announce that we got a new sponsor we did we did get a new sponsor and this is awesome um it's actually a hot dog company they're called diarrhea dogs and their slogan is we're not sure what's in the dog but we know it will give you diarrhea yeah who's Who's vetting our sponsors? The cool thing is, is it's a it's a host specific sponsor. So I'm looking for you to tell me how. It no, works seriously, out. who in the company is doing? Is it Mike? Is Mike getting the sponsors for us? Mike, because I've already cashed a check. We got to keep talking about diarrhea dogs. This we can't. This can't keep happening. We had Lousy Lavalier as yeah. a sponsor. Then we followed up with diarrhea dogs. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is not working out. We're gonna have a little talk with him. But anyways, <laughs> how you been, man? Doing well. So we're into a brand new year now. Uh, what brief amount of time had a great vacation with the uh, the family and it really just in time right i mean there's everything's kind of limited on what you can do yeah but uh we it was it's good to always have uh, the older son come home spend time with him we started building some furniture over the last couple of weeks so some great uh, bonding experience with me and the boys and of course marie is telling us what she wants us to look like so trying hard to make it look yeah better. but uh you know it's it's been a lot of fun mac is in the swing of, of basketball and so life normal life is starting to take on a new meaning but it's it's good yeah what about you well for us um you know the the whole covid lockdown you start looking at your house a little bit and so Lloyd <laughs> kind of convinced me that maybe we should start considering making a few little changes and it started out with the master bath and she's like you know can i do a few other things i'm like yeah absolutely so i'm really busy with work and come back and then you know next thing i know the builders or the contractors there and he's like look okay so this is what we've designed here's the plans blah 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 and you know he's like we're gonna buy the neighbor's house and we're gonna you know tear tear this one down but i mean it was just i'm like whoa we're doing a lot of work here so i'm already in it we're gonna be in this house for a long time. It's a great area. You notice how everybody's moving to Texas. They definitely are. I mean, Rogan's bringing everybody down here. So and they're following him. <laughs> I know. I know. So at any point, did you have a spreadsheet that said redo house or simply burn house, start over? <laughs> well, then it's like one of those shows. Like once you see the plans, you're like, oh yeah, I want it to look like that. But you know, and, and oh, guess what I did today? What was that? Guess what I did thirty seconds ago. Oh, I know what you did. Yeah. You got into crypto. <laughs> so as we're setting up to do this show, we started having a conversation about uh, cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, and people have been telling me to get involved. So in a uh, spur of the moment, while Eric was setting up the mics and everything, I bought some Bitcoin. So yeah. go Bitcoin. Yeah. And and uh, we need to probably have a disclaimer that we know nothing about cryptocurrency. No, Don't absolutely nothing. Advice, but yeah, it was really kind of cool to watch you do it. Yeah. Didn't take so. long. So we've covered our sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Have a little word with the person that's choosing them in the future. <laughs> and uh, so let's jump into the immune episode part two. So even if the audio is a little bit off on that last one, I encourage everyone to look at our last podcast because I do a detailed explanation in, or at least detailed for a simple country butt doctor that's living in Texas um, for the innate immune system. And I actually rewatched it when we were getting the comments, great information, audio bad. And at the very end I go, so that covers the adaptive immune system. I'm like, no, I, I should have 
No, it was the innate. We did not cover the adaptive right. yet. There's a reason why that's coming because then we're going to lead into the vaccinations for COVID and things. Right. So that was the innate. But here's what's really cool. We're going to talk about what Dr. Mark Gordon was talking about on Joe's show. And it's super cool. Like we've been on top of this the whole time. It's been, it's, it's actually huge. It's huge news for everyone. I think a lot of people can learn a lot about what they can do just to protect themselves. And let's, a, a small preface, you don't have to just apply the knowledge that you'll pick up today to COVID. COVID actually can begin to fit into other viruses with this talk that we're going to have today. Yes. And specifically, this is not a COVID talk. We're not no. saying that at all. What we're saying is we're going to talk about how to optimize a well-running immune system. Yeah. And so when I talked to some of my colleagues and people discuss different things, Angie and I were talking um, that she's like, have you looked at our Mendeley account? So Mendeley is where we put all our articles. And I just did a quick look. We have over a thousand articles regarding immune health and how to optimize it through nutrition and lifestyle. Yeah. So even that is science-backed. Everything we're talking about here is completely science-backed. In fact, one of the things I wanted to discuss, because I think it's really cool, is this article that uh, just came out in 2020. It's called The Antiviral Functional Foods and Exercise Lifestyle Prevention of Coronavirus. That's a very boring title, and those are the kind of things that I read. And it was published in the Journal of Nutrients. Um, what's fascinating about this is that they discuss the things that other people are now just finally starting to talk about. Yeah. So I'm going to review this article really quick. Then I want to get back to the whiteboard and hopefully sound a little bit better. <laughs> we're going to use headphones today. Yeah, we're going to try and use headphones. I got a new mic attached to a hemorrhoid bander because I feel very comfortable holding hemorrhoid banders. Yeah. So that is just, high tone right there. That is right there. In fact, let's make sure that that guy. That's is, almost as good as the uh, Bob Barker microphone from. Uh, you remember the little skinny one that he had on? Uh, golly, what's the name of the show? Yeah, when he tell you to go uh, spay and neuter your dogs. Yeah, spay and neuter your dogs. Spin the wheel. Oh, Price is Right. <laughs> price is Can't right. believe I had a hard time with that. Anyway, yeah, yeah, great show. So basically, on this article, it's really interesting. Um, not actually, it's not interesting for us. It, it was it just reiterated everything that we've kind of based talking about. What they looked into was functional foods. They called it functional foods yeah. and physical exercise. So the exercise part um, was a brief part. Then ninety percent of the article was talking about functional foods, which they described as functional foods being polyphenols. Incredible. So the functional foods are polyphenols because of the various mechanisms that they do in the body. We got contacted by an author of the CERT diet, that's Sirtuins, and he noticed that we've been talking about polyphenols and wow. said, wow, you guys are on that. So the whole thing about Adele's diet, that she lost all that weight, that's called the Sirtuin diet or the CERT diet. And then I watched it on Dr. Oz. I was like, they're talking about polyphenols. Yeah. This is polyphenols. And the reason why is you're going to see on this whiteboard how many different ways a functional food like a polyphenol can benefit you. Definitely. And so the CERT diet just means that you turn on certain genes. It's an epigenetic thing. So really quick on the exercise, no big surprise. As it turns out, exercise is pretty good for you. Sure. So they looked at different aspects of it. And what it does do is it does activate natural killer cells and will induce monocytes to become antigen-presenting cells like dendritic cells. If you go, I don't know what that is. We talked about that on the last episode, and we're going to get to it again here. So don't worry. 
Um, that being said, super extreme exercise, which we have talked about this, can actually lower your, your immune system. So many times when people train super hard, and we're talking about like long, the marathons yeah. and the triathlons and stuff, runners. I've had so many patients that get get very sick after they really train for something they go all out and then they get sick mm -hmm. and it's because i didn't even realize this um that you produce so many reactive oxygen species this damages cells which leads to inflammation you're gonna hear this term over and over again and then it actually um adversely affects your white blood cells ability to fight off infections yeah so the real idea is that regular exercise is really good for you. It gets rid of old immune cells that don't work very well. And you actually stimulate young, healthy cells that can actually have a young, healthier immune system. Um, it has been shown that highly conditioned athletes have a much better functioning innate immune system as opposed to sedentary people. Yeah. So when we're sitting in a viral season and if you're sedentary and you're overweight and you got diabetes and high blood pressure your immune system doesn't work as well and there's reasons for this in this paper so then they kind of went through that and they're like yeah okay so exercise is good and then they go into <laughs> 90 percent of the rest of the article is discussing polyphenols and the multiple areas that these functional foods benefit our immune system okay and oh we're probably jumping ahead what's a polyphenol Oh, what is a polyphenol? Yeah, natural, tell everybody what a polyphenol natural is. Natural little compounds that are found in fruits and vegetables. Generally, they are what can be responsible for the coloration that's inside those fruits and vegetables. And they, they're naturally occurring. Some of them are large, some of them are small. But uh, in essence, our bodies love them. Absolutely. So I always refer to them as Mother Nature's secret weapon. This particular article goes into great detail about how the flavonoids, terpenoids, alkaloids in the polyphenols, so mm -hmm. they go into that, are actually bioactive. They can influence genes, have peptide qualities, and are broken down by our microbiome into potent anti-aging, anti-inflammatory, anti-cancer metabolites. Right. You know, I was thinking about this. How do we bring validation to this part of the study or the, I'm sorry, discussion, I guess, whenever we're talking about this to people, because uh, I started thinking about if someone years ago when you were when you were young and someone said you probably need more calcium to make your bones strong, you didn't just go to the store and buy a sack of calcium. You generally just started drinking more milk or something similar. Or if you were an athlete and you knew that you needed to make sure that you didn't get cramps, you uh, ate bananas or, or ate spinach, all of that stuff, you didn't go and just buy the little element. Those elements were naturally occurring in something that you were eating or drinking. That's essentially what, poly, what we're trying to talk about with polyphenols is there are small little things in there that your body craves. Just like your bones wanted calcium, the, these are the vehicles, these are the foods that will deliver what your body wants to maintain health and keep you healthy. 100%. And they mentioned how versatile polyphenols are. Oh, yeah. Meaning they function in many different ways. Number one, they can have um, potential influence on your gut barrier where they improve the immune system of the gut barrier, the first portion of that. Then they actually have epigenetic phenomenon. Most important is that your microbiome will break these things down to beneficial products. Mm -hmm. And that's gonna be something that we've talked about postbiotics before. I'm very excited. We've contacted this PhD in Argentina 
who has one of the most amazing articles describing the postbiotic effect, and they actually demonstrate that the larger, more complex polyphenol is the best way to consume it. In other words, you don't want to take the one little molecule. Um, So that's pretty much what they said about polyphenols because we're going to talk a lot more about that. And then they kind of like briefly go over, oh, and then there's vitamin D, which is pretty good for you also. Vitamin D deserves its own show because it's more like a hormone than it is like a vitamin. Sure. Um, And then they uh, look at um, a couple other um, things like uh, vitamin C and stuff, and they kind of gloss over it. And then they come back to the polyphenols, and they're like, and then they reference to the viruses, and they show how there's so much um, information out there about how these polyphenols actually influence the destruction of multiple viruses like influenza, Zika virus, HSV, and Corona. And there's a mechanism too. And there's a mechanism for each one of these. So the conclusion is, and this is, I hate to say Joe Rogan for the third time in about first five minutes. Because it, it'll validate what we're saying. <laughs> He's always said, why aren't we discussing ways to improve our immune system, prevent ourselves, and do this? These guys end the whole article. And by the way, it's thick. Um, I don't know, 20-some pages with references and everything. Uh, They end it with, the conclusion is, this is a pretty cheap and simple way to improve your immune system or optimize, get some exercise, eat some polyphenols, and get a little sun. Yeah. That was the combination of it all. Right. And and these people put a lot of work into that, and that's the spoiler alert. I think you highlighted (laughs) something that's really, really important is that there's a lot of work, there's a lot of research, there's a lot to take in here. However, the solution, if you really think about it, it isn't that difficult to adhere to this to to keep people healthy. That's actually the coolest part, the summary of it all, is polyphenols, sleep, exercise. You're off to a, an incredible start just with that. And don't I don't think you should shy away from Rogan at all. He supports tons of other podcasts, gives huge mentions to other people that are doing the same thing. When I heard uh, Dr. Mark on this morning with him, I just I, I liked it because it not only was somebody else talking about the same subject, but he was doing it in such detail that we like to talk about it. That I I encourage you, we're not the only ones who have this level of research and are seeing these kinds of results with people. Oh, it's so cool. And now, because we're in these circles with these PhDs, I'm getting preliminary data on different studies where it's humans, where they're looking at what I'm going to talk about here. Yeah. So what I thought we could do is try and do round two. You put some headphones on. I'm going to have to. I'm going to grab my Bob Barker mic right here. I'm going to turn this one on. Tell me what I sound like. Well, that was kind of quiet. And now I'm going to come back like this. There he is. This is why we have headphones. This is why we have headphones. (laughs) And now I'm going to switch the camera. Um, Probably should have you look at the computer to make sure that I'm in focus and everything. And now let's do a recap of the last. Well, that's not a window. Of the last podcast that we did. This is a kind of quicker version of what we did. And this is to get everybody up to speed because when we talk about polyphenols, we need to make sure that you understand exactly what's going on and why they're a functional food. So just to recap, the innate immune system is your response to any type of damage, whether that damage is through physical damage, whether that damage is through infection, whether that damage is through repeated poor diet choices, your body is going to try and repair itself. So let's walk through what happens. The first step, step one, 
let's just assume that you have an infection. If you have a virus or bacteria, what it'll do is it will attack a cell. So that cell, no matter what it is, sounds an alarm and it notifies its neighbor, which is kind of its bodyguard, the mast cell. The mast cell then releases what is called bradykinins. This is really neat because if you've ever sprained an ankle or done anything, this is what's going on. The bradykinins send different proteins or cytokines to the blood vessel. First step is the blood vessel. And what it does is it actually, normally the blood vessels have very tight seals. What it does is the blood vessels pull apart a little bit to allow fluid to come out. The reason for that is, is that you want the swelling to contain whatever is going on. You sprain an ankle, you go, oh my gosh, look at my ankle, it's so swollen. Well, it's there for a reason because that fluid is trying to concentrate what your body needs in the same area. So the fluid starts coming out. Step two, these bradykinins and different other cytokines send up little flags. These are like Velcro sticks. And these are called intracellular adhesin molecules. And what they do is they grab white blood cells that are swimming by. So these white blood cells have these little hooks and they get hit and they stop and they go, oh, what's going on? All the fluid's going out that way. I'm going to go out that way. So then the white blood cells join this little party over here. This is what ends up causing redness, swelling, and pain anytime you have any type of infection, anytime you have any type of injury. So now we have these white blood cells. What they do is they go, oh, that mast cell told us to go that way. And so the white blood cells head over to what's going on. And then this allows your body to fight the intruder that's doing this. So that's step one. So now these white blood cells come around. You heard me say in that other study, the um, antigen presenting cells. So one of these types of cells, which is a phagocyte, will actually, first thing it does is it swallows the invader, bacteria, virus, fungus, whatever it is, swallows it. And the reason why it does that, it digests it. And then it breaks it apart and goes, okay, this is what it looks like. So it puts wanted posters on its outside. So this guy said, I know what's attacking us now. This, this guy right here. So these antigen presenting cells put it on the outside, and then they do something else. They release cytokines, specifically multiple cytokines, but the important ones are TNF-alpha, interleukin-6, interleukin-1, interleukin-8. And you're going to hear a lot more about this because I'm talking to scientists all over the world, and people are now studying specifically how we can use functional foods to control this response. So TNF-alpha does a lot of things. It's a pro-inflammatory cytokine. And so we know that TNF-alpha is used in to um, very expensive drugs block that for rheumatoid arthritis, for Crohn's disease, for ulcerative colitis, for all of that. So TNF-alpha does something kind of interesting that I found unique is it actually goes to the hypothalamus and it increases your core body temperature. So when I say these are bad, they're really good for you in small amounts. It's when it becomes too much that it becomes bad. So TNF-alpha hits the hypothalamus, increases, and that's how you get fever. Interleukin-6 goes to the bone marrow and increases the white blood cells. So this is why you have that achy feeling if you've ever had the flu. Or if you're going to get a vaccine and you go, oh my gosh, I had a vaccine and I kind of hurt. And I feel like I have a low-level flu. It's because the bone marrow is producing more white blood cells. Interleukin-1 goes to the liver to produce acute inflammatory reactants, which goes into something called the complement system. But 
that inflammation is what we measure in people. In fact, cardiologists use this all the time. They look at C-reactive protein. Yeah. Because when you have inflammation, the liver produces this. So people with coronary disease will have increased levels of that. And then interleukin-8, fascinating. It basically produces more of those little Velcro hands. So then we come all the way back to the blood vessel, and now we've got dilation, fluid coming out, and every white blood cell that's coming through gets grabbed. So when you have the white blood cells producing here, you've got the fever, which increases the amount of blood flow. Heart rate is faster, everything. It's a phenomenal and just beautiful little system. Yeah, it like, is. And, and when it works great, it's exactly what we need. It's exactly what you need in the acute phase. Definitely. The innate immune system is here to protect you in the first phase. So now, step three of the innate immune system. I'm out of view, but that's all right. The antigen-presenting cell, the one that we were talking about over here, sometimes they, sometimes, uh, they get overwhelmed, and the virus actually wins. So the poor little guy dies. Aww. That's, that's a good cartoon. Though. Yeah, so the poor guy dies here. So the antigen-presenting cell dies. So it leaves rubble. So it comes out, and the body even gets that. So reactive oxygen species are left behind. That's known as oxidative stress. That's good in small amounts because that will kill other things around it. Assuming that this guy got overwhelmed, when he dies, maybe other cells are being overwhelmed, and then that oxidative stress will kill it. Yep. This is known as a reactive oxygen species or reactive nitrogen species. But when that goes on for a long time, that's what actually causes chronic disease, like heart disease, cancer, aging. This is actually why we age. Reactive oxygen species, autoimmune disease, dementia, and obesity. Nobody ever thought that um, you can become fat because you have low-level chronic inflammation. And right. we've talked about this on other episodes. Definitely. So, final step here is the thing you didn't know about, which is the toll-like receptors. Right. Okay, so toll-like receptors is just another layer of defense where if these toll-like receptors are actually activated, they do very specific things. For instance, the toll-like receptor number seven is very specific to release certain things to fight RNA viruses. And uh. you, you can go through these others. There are ones that are built to fight bacteria that are... Um, flagellates. Flagellates, yeah. I think we're both saying that wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> flagellates. <laughs> flagellates. <laughs> um, and they also do something that we have talked about before. I want to say we've talked about it on at least three episodes I can think of. The epigenetic phenomenon of nuclear factor kappa beta, NFKB. So when the toll like receptor is turned on, NFKB goes up. And NFKB is the one that we talked about with the broccoli episode. You're right. With David Roberts and John Gilday. John, yeah. This is the one that actually has a what's called pleiotrophic phenomenon. So it affects many different things. So when NF kappa beta is turned on, then you go through a huge surge of, oh, our old friends, TNF alpha, interleukin 6. Right. So it's you just end more up inflammation. With inflammation, the common theme of inflammation. Right. So inflammation, what does inflammation lead to? Oh, the obesity, dementia, autoimmune, aging, cancer, heart attack, bah. Yeah. So this innate immune system is here. Um, the other thing that I did not mention 
was that when the toll-like receptors get turned on, like this toll-like receptor number seven, which is for viruses, one of the things it releases is interferons. Interferons actually are molecules that directly destroy cells that have been infected with um, viruses. So if you were to get a virus, you breathe it in through your nose, let's say it goes to your lungs, a cell is being attacked, it can actually send a signal to a healthy cell that says, we're under attack, you need to be ready for this. And that's the little cell that waits with a gun at the door, so when the virus rings the doorbell, it goes and shoots it. And that's not proper technique in how you shoot. Now, we've seen actual footage of this going down at a microscopic level. So Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah, it's absolutely, <laughs> it's like watching an old Western. Just like, oh my gosh. And, the, um, and it's totally true because the viruses that show up, they always wear black hats. Every time. Every time. Yeah. So that's a recap of, very quick recap of what we talked about last episode. Yeah. I get into a little bit more detail. Um, how's, how's the sound quality? The sound is much better than last time. Okay, good. So hopefully we'll continue with this. So how do we describe how functional foods work? Because our big thing last time was improve your immune system, do this, but nobody talks how. Well, hey, I've got a question for you. So when we look at this, and I think this is a reasonable question, you look at it and we're talking about all the bad manifestations that happen when uh, there's too much TNF-alpha or IL-6 or IL-1, or we have too much ROS, or I'm sorry, uh, reactive oxygenation species, ultimately too much inflammation. But I needed all of this to happen. So, Dr. Brown, what is it that I'm missing that would help me not have the system that I need that keeps me alive and safe run out of control and basically ultimately destroy me anyhow? Absolutely. So what we're talking about is how do you optimize yeah. a well-running immune system? Definitely. One of the theories right now is that why do younger people not get sick with the current virus that's going around is because they have a very good innate immune system. As we age, as I mentioned, as we age or you become sedentary, possibly this happens. And so you go, oh, well, I still don't get that. Well, imagine this. Imagine quietly this attack happens, virus, bacteria, anything. And your innate immune system is kind of slow to react. And by the time it realizes, oh my gosh, something's going on, many cells have been infected. Which means when these cytokines go up, it's a huge amount. If you have a really healthy innate immune system, you catch it at the first cell. Yep. So let's talk about functional foods. Functional foods. Functional foods. Polyphenols. So I'm going to use these little brand, uh, these little uh, hexagons yeah. to demonstrate functional foods. Six-sided, yeah. Six-sided, whatever yeah, it is. There you go. All right. No, hexagon, you're right. This is all based off of science, um, all based off of very detailed, documented. I want to thank every PhD out there who goes through this kind of trouble and probably gets no recognition because this is so neat and you know, we're talking about. So when Dr. Mark Gordon was on his show today, he didn't really understand why quercetin or why turmeric does this. Let's talk about it. Let's do that. All right. Step one. So, um, this will represent the different stages that it actually happens. Step one, intestinal gut health. Intestinal gut health. That's your first barrier. Anything that comes in, you're going to make sure that you have a good, healthy working gut healthy working gut step two 
We know that it has potent antiviral activity. Ah. I mentioned earlier in the other article about how these functional foods can actually destroy viruses on contact. So we've got gut and the virus itself. Gut and the virus itself. Step. If the virus makes it past that, inside the cell itself uh-huh. um, is the M protease that allows the uh, – I keep referring to virus, but bacteria do this also. It has to attach to the cell. Mm-hmm. Well, what does it do? It prevents it from attaching. Then, oh my gosh, it, this is a really tough virus, and it made it through all these lines of defense already. Yep. Well, as it turns out, functional foods, polyphenols, actually work as zinc ionophores and prevent the replication. Huh, blocking mm. replicase. Replicase, correct. Nice. Actually blocks the replication. So, so right now we have four tags up and we're still on number one of the innate immune system. This is why it's so important to yeah. understand the innate immune system first yeah. and why nobody's talking about this. So I'm going to keep going in yeah. this show. And this Let's is not, that. once again, this is not my opinion. Yeah. We've got a thousand articles to show all of this. Right. Okay. So now we got our friend, the mast cell over here. And everything that I'm saying is not an on or off switch. It's the optimized way to do it. Mm-hmm. If your body needs it, these functional foods help it ramp it up. If your right. body doesn't, it doesn't. All right, so the mast cell that releases the bradykinins that go to the blood vessel. Oh, the mast cell actually gets stabilized by functional foods, polyphenols. Nice. So it doesn't overreact or underreact. Then <laughs> it's almost like really, truly Mother Nature's secret weapon. Then the blood vessels, which release the fluids. There's something called... Um, I forgot what the actual enzyme is, but it actually attenuates the enzyme that creates the leakage. So it controls the amount of fluid that comes out. Uh And in the same line, what it does is it actually controls the amount of the adhesion molecules. So all those little hooks that grab that, it actually does the optimum amount for that. Okay. So getting back, this is why Dr. Mark Gordon was like, oh, we have shown that it helps with inflammation. I'm going to tell you exactly where it helps. Right. This whole pathway. Okay. So we've now blocked the little adhesion molecules so that only the right amount of cells come out. Only the right amount of cells come out. And remember when I said that it uh, monocytes become uh, phagocytes, phagocytes yeah. which are antigen-presenting cells? Uh-huh. It helps them mature. Oh. It's like steroids for those guys. So it activates them. Yeah, it's like a growth hormone. Right. So we're allowing these phagocytes to now do their role, and by having the right amount of polyphenols available, it's going to do it quicker. Exactly. So we're now heading to step two. So what does it do? Oh, yeah. It helps the antigen-presenting cells um, take in the vacuoles and put those different proteins on the outside quicker because it's already made these more mature. And then we get to the real important part. It tell the antigen presenting cell, yo, be a little careful how many cytokines you send out. Mm. So there's multiple studies looking at each one of these. And so I'll do this real quick. While you're putting those up there, uh, I'll just add that uh, Dr. Gordon spoke today specifically about how high circulating cytokines lead to insomnia and an inability to rest enough because it causes 
neural inflammation, which is just building on this. That's right. He did. He talked specifically about that. And yeah. that's that brain-gut connection. That's 100%. the inflammation. That's what we always talk about. So as it turns out, it tells the energy-presenting cell, hey, be careful what you do. Then, just to make sure as another safeguard, it specifically will control how much TNF-alpha, mm-hmm. how much interleukin-6, how much interleukin-1, and how much interleukin-8 is actually necessary. And these are all documented on specific studies. And I know that these are being done in humans right now because I'm getting preliminary results. And they're showing very specific in vivo, meaning people that have this kind of situation actually um, decrease these different cytokines. So it's not just a total decrease. It's the right amount. So if you need more white blood cells, then there's no reason to shut it off completely. Right. Like we just can't, you can't be smarter than mother nature. No. It comes down to. Okay. How am I sounding? You sound good. Okay. Now let's go to... It's a lot the, better than last week. Or I two hope weeks so. Ago. So let's go to step three. The antigen-presenting cells that do this also do another job briefly, which we will get into in some other episode, or we'll bring a, a better person to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, some of those cells go to the lymph system uh-huh. where they then activate the... Adaptive immune system where they form antibodies. Very, very important. Relevant right now because if everybody's running out getting a vaccine, that's what you're working on. Worthless unless you have this optimized. Yeah, 100%. So we won't get into that, but guess what functional foods polyphenols do? Oh, you're not going to tell me that they also work on that side. They also work on that side. It's almost like your body wants polyphenols. It's almost like your body wants polyphenols. And of course, while we're at it, I mean, it's like, it's almost like, no, no, now he's just going overboard. No, no. I, I mean, it's like, trust me, I read every article. And I was like, <laughs> I feel like I'm making this stuff up. No. It helps produce interferons. It helps control oh, the toll-like receptors. So which means... You know, just a side note, uh, interferon, if anybody's ever dealt with uh, early stage um, uh, melanoma. I mean, there, there are various cancers that you actually have to end up getting injections for interferon. I did. I really thought you were going to go if anybody's ever dealt with herpes. No. I'm dead serious. I know. Acyclovir is an interferon. Absolutely. It is an interferon. I'm just saying, I guess what I was going is, is that uh, over here on the I right. I didn't ask if you've ever dealt with herpes. You kind of looked at me like, no. <laughs> That's how I felt. <laughs> So drugs do this. You're exactly right. Chemo drugs and drugs like acyclovir, they're, they're interferons yeah. because they block viruses. So polyphenols help increase the amount of interferons when it's necessary. Correct. Uh, by blocking the toll-like receptors and controlling that, um, they actually decrease uh, nuclear factor kappa beta, NFKB. We had that talk with broccolite. So polyphenols and sulforaphane block um, NF kappa beta. So... Are you looking at? Oh, I was making sure that you're making contact with the people on the camera. Oh. <laughs> Do you think I was I was waving you over somewhere else? I thought you were having a hallucination. And you're <laughs> off over there. I'm, like, I'm losing. Okay. All right. So, all right. So uh, we block NF kappa beta, which ultimately we know does the most major thing: inflammation. So we've been saying a long time that the Mediterranean diet is an anti-aging, anti-inflammatory diet. Yes. This is why when Adele did her cert diet. This is why it works. You decrease overall inflammation. Definitely. The whole process. And um, because, oh, I skipped a little step here, but 
one thing that we always talk about is the potent antioxidant effects. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're getting to this part because we're going to augment this little section here too. Yeah, so tell me what you got to say about antioxidants. Well, just, it, it immediately takes me back because ROS is something that uh, Joe Botel, and we've referenced her on the show multiple times, but when she was talking specifically about long-endurance athletes and how they get injury and how certain people who are high-performance athletes get injury and have a difficult time recovering, it's often because they don't have good control of their ROS, their reactive oxygenation species. You're pointing at something, but I'm not on camera. Oh, I am now. So there we go. I didn't know that. There's no red lights in here, by the way. But um, I find that to be a a really big key aspect about ROS and what polyphenols do, because she specifically said to, uh, to decrease healing time and increase optimal athletic performance, high polyphenol concentration or a normal amount is a must and that our bodies are simply waiting on enough polyphenols to do this job. Yes. 100%. So now the final part here is, is more of a vague. You got to, you got to fix your camera now. I got to fix the camera. Yeah. You can't take me by surprise anymore. You know what? I mean, we can hire Mike to find our, to find our uh, podcast sponsors, but we can't even hire a good audio visual guy. I don't think that hot dog company comes with that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, so we get down to this last thing here, which is chronic disease. So what we talk about low-level inflammation, this is how you can protect yourself against heart disease, cancer, aging, autoimmune, dementia, and obesity. And I put this one kind of as a general one because we mentioned it a little bit. I want to talk about it right after this, about how large, stable polyphenols. I found an article that showed the more hydroxyl bonds on the outside, the more beneficial it is. That's why when we initially were developing Atrontil and Dr. Bruce Burnett looked at this and said, you picked the perfect polyphenol to be the most bioactive and most diverse. That's, I mean, there's, there's more points to do stuff. It's like more surface area. It's more surface area. Exactly. And then in addition to that, we know that in all these articles, so if you're somebody and you're like, oh, I already take turmeric, I already take quercetin, that's awesome. Keep doing that. Yeah. Keep doing that. But you have to understand something. Turmeric and quercetin don't get directly absorbed. They actually have to go to the microbiome where they get broken down into the metabolites. I've got articles to show what is the effective metabolite Mm -hmm. of quercetin. So when Dr. Mark was talking about that, I want to tell him, that's awesome. But you better make sure that you have a good microbiome. So what this represents is the prebiotic ability of polyphenols to diversify your microbiome so that when you take these things, you're getting the appropriate, we're going to call them the appropriate metabolites. I call them postbiotics, but we're going to call them the appropriate metabolites. It's a, honestly, it's kind of like if, uh, if you look at the way that he talked about ECGC and, um, and turmeric and, uh, trying to, and quercetin, et cetera, he broke all those down and he talked about their beneficial natures uh, as it pertains to inflammation. But what you're describing, if I can kind of put it into layman's terms, it's almost as if, that is great, and you can get an Uber to have that delivered to, to somewhere. And you hope it's a great car, and you, and you hope that it, it gets you there comfortably. But in order for it to be effective and get there on time, you want a private car. You want the limousine. The limousine is the larger molecule, the all-natural larger parent molecule, if you will, kind of like what's in Atrontil and Cabracho to do that. Exactly. So what you want to be able to do, and what we're saying is not just supplements. No. This is why you want to have a very colorful plate. This Absolutely. is why you want to have 
lots of fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Continue to do that. Try to do everything. Non-GMO fruits and vegetables. But when we're talking about polyphenols, very few things concentrate polyphenols. So right. when you're like, oh, I heard Dr. Haas talk about Reservatrol. Polyphenol. Oh, I heard so-and-so talk about Quercetin. Polyphenol. Oh, but you know what? I drink green tea. Polyphenol. Yeah. And they all get broken down. Here's what's fascinating, and I can't wait to do this. When we have Dr. Sylvia on, her research is showing that you can produce quercetin, EGCG, which is green tea extract. You can produce the metabolites of curcumin and all these things from larger tannins. Yeah. That's what's, I mean, this is so fascinating. And your so, body knows how to do it. And you know what? I mean, it, do me a favor when you get done watching this. Go to COVID episode number two, because we did that in March. Yeah. And we were right because we talk to scientists all the time. We're always doing this. So soak this in. You know what? I'm going to challenge you uh -oh. to, uh, uh -oh. we won't share the mic, even though you and I have both been tested like yesterday yeah. uh, for COVID and we're negative. Can you walk through and just explain what each one of these A's does really quick? I'm going to try. Okay. So that A right there is going to prevent the virus itself. That A up there is for the gut microbiome. Uh, that A, I believe, is going to prevent it from binding to the outside of the cell. That one is going to function as a zinc ionophore, prevent or allowing zinc to go in and stop the replicates. That is a mast cell that's going to help control the number of, uh, goodness gracious, I guess those little uh, inflammatory markers that are going to go to the blood vessel. Bradykinin. Bradykinin, there you go. And then be uh, circulated, which, of course, we're going to regulate the amount of fluid that's going to leave the bloodstream and we're going to stop the amount of flags are going to pop up as appropriate. Um, what is that one? Oh, oh, that one is a phagocyte. That's going to improve the, uh, pr uh, the uh, maturation of the phagocytes. The one just below it is going to help the phagocytes. Uh, since they're maturing more quickly, it's going to allow them, them to uh, display quicker. And then it's going to regulate the number of cytokines, which is TNF alpha IL-6, IL-1, and IL-8. And I don't know if you want to go through the mechanisms of those, but that's okay. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Quick. Uh, TNF-alpha is for the brain. IL-6 is for the bone. And that's because of white blood cell uh, maturation. IL-1 is for uh, infection and inflammatory things that come from the liver. And IL-8 is what is going to basically start the cycle all over again where the fluid is, is being summoned in redness, swelling, and pain. Excellent. Stage three. Okay. That's... Uh, the presenting, yeah, it is. And uh, that's where the cells die. We get oxidative, uh, oh. oxidative stress. Yeah, it's uh, sad. But we need to control our ROS because it's not that ROS is bad. Too much ROS, though, can lead to long-term heart disease, cancer, aging, autoimmune, dementia, obesity. And oh, oh uh, adaptive antibodies. We aren't going to go all the way through there, but essentially, uh, aside from the innate immune system, we need help in the adaptive immune system as well. Uh, it would be fascinating to see what the antibody levels of people that are vaccinated. If you're a scientist out there and you want to do a cool study, um, we'll supply you with some big polyphenols and see if people mount a better antibody response, if it lasts longer. These are all just fascinating questions. All yeah. right. What's this? Uh, so when we get over here to TLR, we this is what is going to uh, function as another flag zone where we're going to uh, signal the liver to then produce interferon, which functions to fight cancers and all kinds of different things like that. And then we have NFKB. We talked about this extensively whenever we had uh, broccoli on the show, both uh, uh, John and uh, uh, David. David. I was going to say Robert, but it's David Roberts uh, on the show. And essentially what we want to do is not have this gigantic burst of TNF alpha and IL-6 because it's just going to turn into more inflammation. And again, 
polyphenols, once again, aren't going to abandon you. They are still going to work even on that end. Is that okay? You're so much smarter than I thought you were. Nice uh, job. I just remember a lot. Can you hear me on this one? Yeah, I can hear you on that okay. one. Fine. Yeah, we're good. You can probably take the, the headphones off now to show everybody. So did that make sense? I think it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's a lot of information. Not everybody is going to just readily walk away like we just did from it, but watch it several times. I think, though, really what we're trying to show here is that we don't want to just say that we don't want to just say that polyphenols, they'll work with with viral or bacterial infection. This is something that I wish more people would do. You tell me that something works. Just explain how. Show me how. How do you know that it's going to work? And I'm not saying that people don't have markers or blood enzymes or circulating things that they measure and they see things go down. That's important. That lets you know that we're on the right track. But this kind of stuff, this kind of research that you've been sifting through with Angie is just awesome because now it's almost like putting a name to the face. We can see how it's working. Exactly. So I think it's important. And this doesn't just stop here because, you know, Angie's episode, people, it's really being shared a lot. Oh, yeah. Because people, if you have POTS or Ehlers-Danlos or SIBO or anything, people Thousands are looking at that. Thousands of downloads on uh, the podcast, by the way. Yeah. And she describes how when you have NF kappa beta up, yeah. you're going to have decreased acetylcholine. When TNF alpha, like this is all the balance. I mentioned that, yeah. Decreased acetylcholine whenever it Yeah, but that's a whole separate yeah. conversation. This is strictly on the innate immune system. Right. Um, and so I find it fascinating. I find it fascinating that when I listen to another doctor talk about this, and I'm like, that, I, I very much like, very much like me, like I'll listen to stuff and patients will ask me, they're like, hey, do you know about this? And I'm like, I don't have the bandwidth and the time to do it. That's awesome, which is why... I kind of tasked, or I didn't task, she did it on her own, which is why Angie learned so much about dysautonomia. I'm like, I just don't have that in me right now or the time to do it. And she crushed it. Yeah. And wanna know what? We've been emailing, she's been emailed by so many people. She's gonna keep going. She's gonna end up writing a book and probably saving a lot of people. And so this is, this is first step, innate immune system. I tell all my patients, let's exercise a little. I don't care what you do. Just get up off the couch and move around. Right. Doesn't really matter what. Don't eat highly processed foods like high fructose corn syrup, soybean oil, anything you're opening in a package, read the label because that breaks down that very, very, very first step, which is gut health. All health begins and ends in the gut. Definitely. And then get your polyphenols, get a little sun, get some sleep. If you do that, that's better than... That's better than most are doing. I mean, it really is. And it's, it seems complicated. And, but in the end, uh, the actionable items really aren't that complicated. I mean, when we're, we're in some weird times, I mean, let's be honest, we're, we're taping this episode the day after we had that weird thing that happened last night or yesterday where you didn't get your change back at the store. I didn't get my change back. I'm still upset about that. And <laughs> The lady was clearly distracted because apparently our government was overrun by. Oh, yeah, that was a big deal, too. Yeah. yeah. And so these are stressful times. Yeah. And we got to keep the inflammation down. There's enough things to cause inflammation. Yeah, don't, probably... don't bring it upon yourself. Don't eat bad. Don't lose sleep and make sure that you get your polyphenols. To my knowledge, polyphenols won't directly help bad politics, but maybe those politicians 
could use some more polyphenols and they went not so crazy. Oh my gosh. Don't even get me started because what I want to do, and I believe that this will be the future. We're going to be sitting here 50 years from now. We're going to look the same because of the anti-aging qualities of polyphenols. Yeah. But 50 years from now, we're going to be like, wasn't that great that they put psilocybin in the water so that we all treat each other <laughs> nice? You know? And so you're just going to pull up, instead of Starbucks, you're going to pull up to MDMA yeah. cafes. <laughs> Migdama. Yeah. And I'm not kidding. Like, the research on that is like, we're going to go there also. Yeah. There, um, somebody joined Baby Bathwater, Dr. Raven. I was reading his profile. Oh, yeah. Really cool. And we're going to, I'm going to try to see if we can get him on here. But um, he's got a device called an Apollo device, which vibrates when you're not breathing appropriately, which means... Um, if, and we're going to do a whole episode on breath work and we got, oh, we just got all kinds of cool stuff to do, but you can't, you can't leave this hanging. Like this is important. Look at all those, look at all those one last time here. Let's just look at the amount of places here. You tell them the amount of places. I'm, I'm just right. counting right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Is it 19 or 20? It's like, it's almost 20 uh, things up there. 20 that I found and a guy like Bruce Burnett sitting at home. He's like, there's 38. You're missing the critical ones. I'm there's like, 38 on line one. <laughs> yeah. There's 38 on line one, Ken. <laughs> I know. I, well, this is, this is what you get when you let a butt doctor try and, <laughs> try and, try and describe this. Yeah. But, uh, but seriously, I think the takeaway here is that we can put, n there, there's muscle behind the message there. It really does work. And this is not specific to any one virus or any one bacteria. This is what your body needs in order for, your immune system to work efficiently just so happens that it works really, really well for what a lot of people are concerned about. It does. And you just came up with a whole new idea, but as we close this out, mm -hmm. um, I think I'm going to attach this next time I do a hemorrhoid on a patient so we could hear the hemorrhoid. I'm being sure <laughs> that requires some type of consent, but yeah, I think it's awesome. <laughs> All right. So well, thank you everyone for listening to this. I hope that this, is something that makes some sense. Please share it, subscribe to the YouTube channel, um, subscribe to the, I guess, all the other platforms, iTunes and At the time Spotify. of this recording, we are, honestly, the run on Autron Teal at the KBMD store has been kind of intense over the last two months. So number one, thanks for everyone for sharing all of the information here recently. We're doing all that we can to bring that part back online, but we'll have an associated uh, discount probably with this particular show just in general with with the immune system yeah and as soon as that rolls out then we'll, we'll make that available in all the show notes etc totally and um <clears throat> thank you diarrhea dogs for this episode go to diarrheadogs.com put in code mike for a 98 percent discount i can't wait to find out what people email in and say what's at diarrheadogs.com <laughs> <laughs> There's no telling. Remember, it's code Mike, M-I-K-E, for 98% discount. I think it's probably going to do it for episode 47. Thank you all for joining us on the Gut Check Project. Please like and share, and we will see you all with 48 with some continuation on the immune system. Talk to you then. Bye-bye. Thank you.